0: Layla Jaffe grew up in California, attended the University of Arizona, and then immigrated to Israel. In Israel, Layla enlisted in the Israel Defense Forces and was recruited into the spokesperson's unit. Layla became the Facebook manager, the unit's largest platform, then advanced to head of operational strategy. Newly released from the IDF, Layla is looking for the next step in her career. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yay! Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) screams at them yay (laughs) (laughs) I do that a lot honestly um okay amazing hi queen
1: hi hello I'm so happy to have you on today yeah I'm so excited to be here my first podcast my podcast yes yes oh my god
0: like first of many let's be honest you're gonna be on more in the future I'm just like excited to see your path but you'll have me again (laughs) oh a hundred percent I'm like Oh Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are here to chat about what you've been up to lately and um, all the things. We've known each other since we were in college. And as we were saying before, we've grown into grandmas who used yeah. to be party girls. And yeah, now we're just vibing out and living life and doing all the things. Yes,
1: so, really. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, say it again. Now we're into like working out and like fitness and yes. health and wellness. Yes. And be, I'm like
0: gut health, happy. mental health. Yeah. Ooh.
1: <laughs> we were not into that when we met.
0: No. <laughs> oh my gosh. But always has been like such an amazing fun time. Oh. And yeah, no, I love your energy. <laughs> every time I see you, every time we talk, it's literally a time.
1: <laughs> I feel like we match each other's energy very well which Just 100%. Hard to be able to do.
0: <laughs> no, and I love it because, um, I feel like if anything, our energies kind of like, like, hold yeah. each other, we're like, mm, mm, more and more and more. Yeah. And then, like, I have some friends who, are like, I love to death, they're like, Lauren, can oh, you be yeah. a little bit no, quieter? I don't, I don't <laughs> can,
1: like, can I you I be like a, a little be... bit
0: quieter? And I'm like,
1: no, wow. <laughs> I don't think you want to be quiet. I think it's like, if someone's being loud, they're being loud. Like, if if you're just like, talking and it's not bothering anyone like that's fine and somebody else is like hey like I'm on the phone like please quiet down I understand that but like no I think it's so rude when someone else is like can you please like take it lower it's like telling someone like I can hear your headphones like, yeah you're no, I
0: totally like, I totally feel it I just like have definitely been in times where I'll like come at someone with my like I don't know my average normal energy which is like I would say higher than a normal one and people are sometimes like oh, yeah I'm like whoa no they're, they're like coffee. and I'm just like are you tired I'm not
1: <laughs> <laughs> drink a coffee no literally I'm
0: like meet me at this level yeah, let's go let's work um yeah. But and that's yes, why okay. we no
1: longer work at our previous positions.
0: <laughs> no. Yes. Oh, no. I mean, literally, I'm like, <laughs> sometimes, you know, like, I feel like these episodes can be a little bit of like a therapy sesh for both of us. Right. So, you know, we'll just vibe out and see what we get today, what happens. And yeah, go over there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess yes. we could tell the audience a little bit about where I'm at. Yes. Um. So two weeks ago, I finished um, my two year service in the IDF. I, uh, for a majority of that time, I was in the international branch of the spokesperson's unit and I was in the digital department. So I worked, um, on the social media team. And basically I started off as a regular member for a few months. And then I was promoted to, had a Facebook, which was the largest platform. When I got the platform, it was around 2.5 mil. And then around August last year, um, I got the Facebook up to 3.5 mil. And I was like, almost like at like an apprentice for Facebook who was doing incredibly well. And I really trusted. her and she was an amazing hard worker, even though we got into many fights. But, like, that's just what made us work together better. I'm like, when you put a
0: lot of creatives in a room also, it's like, what do you expect? You know, everyone's very, like, strong.
1: Yeah, I I I was very confrontational with her. And she was awesome. Like, she met my energy. She came right back at me. And, like, that's how we, like, created solutions and how we worked together better and just really did our best work. And so at that point in August, I was like, look, I've done this Facebook thing. (laughs) I liked it. It's too easy now. This other girl knows how to do it. Give me something new. And I'd also been complaining that there wasn't overall strategy and we weren't thinking ahead. And so they were like, haha, that's your problem now. So then I became head of operational strategy um until two weeks ago when I I was released from service which is weird because in my head I'm like I graduated but it wasn't a degree <laughs> it was literally I
0: mean it's literally yeah no I understand when you say that though it's like no you graduated 100% yeah.
1: I got a little certificate so
0: <laughs> yes um I'm also curious about like the process of like how you got into this like unit and like how all of that happened um just like your path with that.
1: Yeah. So I'll start with like how I enlisted. So I enlisted okay. during Corona during the first wave. Um, When you come to the Israeli army and your Hebrew is at a certain level, it's not high enough. Cause there's a lot, this is a nation of immigrants. It really is like more than the U S you go to like a Hebrew course in the army, also known as like an opan. Um, And so you do that for about two and a half, three months. Um, This was a little, it was conducted a little differently and it was a little shorter, it was about two and a half months because COVID. And so it's all the immigrants. So you're with people from Russia, Ukraine, Georgia, America, Australia, England, South Africa. Like it's just a melting pot. Ooh, a lot of French, I skipped that they're a lot of fun they're fucking wild. And a lot of these people like, don't come from the best socioeconomic background. Like a lot of people come here, they come alone because they're escaping something, they're looking for a better life. And so before you go, everybody's telling you how like tough everyone is and how scary it can be. And like, I've heard crazy stories, like stealing, food fights, like people like jump each other. Wow. And I got there and I looked around and I was like, oh my gosh, these are just like scared little girls. And I ended up having like the best times. I was like, this is summer camp. And these girls were like, I'm scared. I'm like, no, 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 don't worry. This is fun. And we had a crazy time together. Like crazy stories. The Russians loved my teeth. They like loved it. Right. Like how, why are they so white? Why are they so sweet? And, oh like, God. why are you here? They, like, didn't get it. Why are you here? <laughs> they did not get it. And I, like, scared them a bit. I was, like, I'm crazy. Like, that's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm, like,
0: say No, I feel that. I'm, like, are you fun crazy or are you crazy crazy, you know?
1: <laughs> a little bit of – I'm, like, a little yeah, – yeah, yeah. And then – so while you're there in that process, it's different from how most Israelis enlist into the IDF because they enlist into their job. So we enlist into this Hebrew course and in there you go through the regular, like finding your job experience, except you're kind of fucked. <laughs> like you get your option of jobs before you go through everything. So most immigrants really are like fucked. <laughs> like, sorry, am I allowed to curse? I'm oh yeah. yeah okay, I'm cool. Nice. Um, like you get screwed. we really taken advantage of in a lot of ways. Um, I happen to know someone who enlisted into this part of the unit. Um, and it was Faye, um, the like leader of a program that we did. Mm -hmm. And she was like, give me a resume, gave it to somebody. And she goes, okay, this unit is coming to do interviews in this Hebrew course. Make sure, go up to your commander make sure your name is on the list they went up to command my commander and I was like, this person is coming this day to interviews at these hours, put my name on the list. And she was like, nope, that's not happening. And like my, you know, connection keeps calling me and be like, your name's not on the list. Like I, like I, I keep telling them to put your name on the list and they're not. And I kept fighting with my commander and eventually she goes, oh yeah, you were right. I was wrong. Your name's on the list. She like just got in on time. And then right before the interview, I'm sitting there telling her there's a test. I like, I need to go and take my ADHD pills and I need to go study. Give me my phone. Cause they take your phone away in the army. It's really childish. And she was like, there's no test. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, there's a test. I'm telling you right now, there's a test that I need to study for. Like, this is going to change the next two years of my life. She was like, there's no test.
0: And how long did you have to study
1: for, like,
0: before this test? Like, give me the time.
1: She didn't give me my phone. She didn't give me time to study.
0: But, like, when they told you, like, okay, there's going to be a test, how long did you have to, like, cram?
1: I don't – like, I didn't even have my phone. We walked in. They they sat us down. They handed us the test.
0: Oh, my God. And they went, take
1: your time and like the, yeah. it was like how many characters are in a tweet and I was like 140 like I don't know shit like I don't know anything also because yeah. like it changes too
0: yeah like,
1: it also just that's like not that's okay keep it going was, it I'm was, ready like, keep going. it was like political <laughs> stuff like you have to know political leaders terrorist leaders like locations like all stuff I wouldn't like current events all stuff that I would have studied if I got my phone like I knew what to study for yeah I come back in the interview. I literally, because then there was an interview portion after the test. And I sat down in that chair and I leaned the fuck back. Because I was like, I'm not getting this. Like, why am I even looking here? And I just was like, what do you want to know about me? And I just chilled in the interview. And it turns out they loved me. I mean, <laughs> like, duh. They loved but... the interview. Because I just sat <laughs> there, sat back and was like, so chillaxing. And been like, was like, whatever. And just like chatted with them. And like, I asked them a lot of questions too, and they just loved me. And then I went back to my commander and I was like, she was like, how'd the interview go? And I was like, there was a test. (laughs) Somehow I got the position. And then once I was there, I like was super needy. I was like, give me work. I want to do anything and everything. And I was like super excited and passionate. And so that's why I got promoted to Facebook so fast. Uh, They really shouldn't have, (laughs) like, they really shouldn't have. They, I think they lost a lot of good workers. Like they released as well and they were just cramming and Mm -hmm. I was the most. Just like the turnover. Yeah. And I was one of the most educated at the time. That's another thing is they have a really big problem with turnovers because they get a lot of people who volunteer for short army service, so they get people for a year or a year and a half. They don't get people for the full two years or two years eight months. So the turnover is fast because people get out of there and they join, you know, the private sector or even government or something else. Because um, I, it really does look amazing on your resume. Luckily, <laughs> that's really yeah,
0: nice. no, hundred percent. I mean, it's it's so interesting to like. I don't know, just, like, hear about all the different, uh, like, struggles that you, like, had to endure, like, in in your time there. And it's just, like, it's interesting how, like, they, like, that there's a system, but, like, it's being challenged by the people who are supposed to be leading the system, too. So, it's, like, interesting.
1: Yeah, it's weird because we were in international office but we were still in Israeli office, which runs very differently. But to me, what I was really passionate and really, I don't know if fight is the good word for it, but I really pushed for was having that international standard. And culturally, that didn't work for a lot of people. And so this standard just wasn't, as high as it could be I think um I just feel like like I said before like if you want to know how to push my buttons like just stay where you are like a lot of the people there were like this looks good on my resume I'm gonna just sit here yeah and like I- stagnation is like not- fine with them and I was like no no no! I want to be able to put this on my resume and be honest when I say I did x y and z I want to be honest when I say I ran the Facebook and built it you know Yes. Million more followers than when I started. Yes. People, you know, like I made a portfolio uh, afterwards and they were asking me about it in an interview. And I was like, what you see there is a hundred percent me from beginning to end. But obviously I worked on other things. I'm just not gonna put it on my portfolio because it's not a hundred percent my work, other people worked on it too. Whereas yeah. like other people will be like I, like, said – I put a the in there, so it's basically mine. You know? Like, I don't believe in that.
0: No. And then also, I mean, it like, if you choose to go that route, I feel like as a creative, it will come back to haunt you. You know what I mean? Especially because it's, like, you're saying you have this experience. And then, like, I really do believe in, like, faking it till you make it. But then there's also, like, a very fine line of, like, like, don't lie about experiences that (laughs) – you're supposed to be strong at, and you have no experience at it.
1: Yeah, like I was doing that a little to an extreme, like being like almost too humble. And I was talking to my former commander about it. Um, I had an interview for a position that was very like traditional media oriented, like talking to reporters and writing press releases. And I've worked and written press releases before, just not on a day-to-day basis. So when they asked me if I've done that, I said, no, I said, I've worked on it, but no, I haven't fully written one and this and that. And he kind of like, we had, a, he gave me a talking to, he was like, just cause you didn't do it in your day-to-day life doesn't mean you're not capable of doing it. I know you're capable of doing it and you need to let them know that. And it really made me think like, oh, I'm a girl and girls do this. And a boy would have done that. You know what, a boy would have been like, I'm capable of doing this. And I need to, you know what I mean? I need I'm just to- also
0: like, they didn't ask you the question, they, they, didn't, they didn't ask you the question, are you capable? Yeah. Though, that's so it's like, what? Like, yeah. we're not even talking about the same thing right now. Like, like
1: that's the thing. It's like, I think geez. a lot of boys are built in society and also just professionally to have this confidence that a lot of girls aren't afforded. And so I think sometimes it kind of like you said, fake it till you make it and just like pretend to have that confidence and just say it. If that makes sense.
0: <laughs> no, 100 percent. It makes sense. I mean, I feel like especially like at the age we're at and just like I don't know, being in your 20s and like having as much experience as you can have. It's like there's you're constantly, constantly writing this line of like fake it till you make it. I feel like I have imposter syndrome um, I want to grow but also like don't want to like overstep on toes and then people feel this or feel that and then you I don't know lose your job or you like get demoted I don't know you know what I mean like 100%. it's such it's in especially if, like you said if, like for women in this space just or just literally in the working place in general it's the rules that we get are totally different than like maybe our male counterparts
1: yeah I was I was lucky because at the beginning of my service, this sounds really like messed up, but my boss's boss's boss, um, he liked girls. He really respected women and what they had to say. He really responded well to strong women. Mm-hmm. And so it really taught the women in the office to be strong. Okay. The, fo- the guy who followed up in that position he liked his boys. He took his advice from boys. He listened to the boy commanders. He still liked and respected women. Just, he didn't favor their advice as much as the previous commander. And that was really weird for all the girls to get used to. Because we were all used to like, when we say something, it was golden. Like, you really trusted. It was like welcomed. Yeah. and he Like, also- your
0: opinions were welcomed. Your criticism is welcomed yeah, but- in order to grow.
1: Whereas like, The new guy was taking advice from someone who was not qualified and not experienced enough to give that advice. Like he was writing tweets and suggesting what he should be writing for tweets without any training. And the guy didn't even have a Twitter. And I said to him, I was like, out of experience, like I learned how to tweet. Like it's not just like writing anything. I got a Twitter. I studied it. I was trained in it. And that's why I give suggestions for Twitter and I have incredible experience as well. On top of that, you have no experience and no training. You don't even have personal experience. Stop suggesting shit. Like you don't know what you're talking about and it's going to lead in the wrong direction. And he was like, I know what I'm authorized to do. I was like, it doesn't matter where you're author. You have to respectfully say respectfully. I'm not experienced in this. I can't give you proper advice, but that person, that person can. And yeah. you know what I mean? And so that was different for the girls in the office. Uh, but that's what I kind of learned throughout these two years is my favorite people are the people who just go, you know what? I don't know. That person knows or you know, let me check for you. I yep. Those are my favorite people.
0: Yes. A hundred percent. I mean, I feel like that's also something like um, that. Like, I mean, you probably were taught also, but like when we were doing all the um, like Israel advocacy stuff on campus, like that was one of the lessons that really stuck with me where it's like if you don't know the answer to a question, there's no shame in saying like, why don't we like table this or like let me like go on the side or like look it up, do research and then come back to you with like a factual answer, not just like a something you pull out of your ass. You know what yeah. I mean? And like that's totally okay to not know something and to be like let me let's revisit this after I actually put some like time and research into this and then like I'll come and to you and then we
1: can actually have like a a conversation. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I mean so maybe it's like sometimes conversations are one-sided. Like some of my favorite professional like conversations were me like finding the people who are in the department previously and we're now higher up and like catching them while they were on a smoke break and they like can I pick your brain and then it's fully one-sided me just like typing down what they're talking at me like I loved that mm-hmm. um but then I can take that and go and I can have a proper conversation that's two-sided yeah but that's because they no more than me and I'm accepting that and I'm asking you know what I mean exactly exactly well
0: I think something that's also important to mention is just like in these type of situations and just in life in general is it's very important to take the ego out of things because it's so easy to like make a decision on like a personal thought instead of like a more professional or like rational mm-hmm. neutral thought type of thing so
1: um yeah, yeah that's like I definitely that exciting. was like Another thing that I loved, and I would tell my other friends who were soldiers in different parts, like 100% 180 from what I did, they were like, in the field doing combat, when they would come to me with the same shit with the commander, because it's all crappy management. Um, And I would tell them, I'm like, oh, this is a game. And like, everybody says the army is a game and you just got to play the game and remember it's game. But to me, I'm like, no, no, no. This is like almost like an exercise, like a mental exercise for your ego. Like, this is literally you're teaching yourself how to deal with difficult people. And it's like this. And I said it to my commander once because my commander's commander was talking shit about me. Oofy. And I had a talk with her commander and he goes, what's going on? And I was like, they're gossiping. And he goes, well, there's smoke, there's fire. And I said, in all due respect, hurt people hurt people. I don't know what they're going through. I'm gonna keep working hard. I'm gonna keep my head down. They can keep gossiping if they want. I'm assuming it'll go away and they'll find someone new. I'm just gonna keep working and I'm gonna hope it goes away. And you'll see they'll go to a new person. And he just went, yeah, I 100% agree with you. And, like, he – you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that, like, hurt people hurt people. You don't know what they're going through. Maybe their boyfriend or girlfriend broke up with them. It's
0: usually projection.
1: Yeah, and you just got to, like – this is a game of, like – and a mental exercise. Like, I'm going to keep them happy. And it's, like, how can you walk away being, like, oh, I made them happy and kept them happy. Like, one of the girls who is the most – difficult to work with, I was like, I'm going to make her my best friend. And there were two months where like we got along really well. Cause I just kept her happy. And then I like sat her down. I was like, Hey, we're good friends now. Personally, professionally, I need more respect. Like, you know, and just, I've been there for you. I've given you respect. Like these are my boundaries that I need for, you know, professional and personal reasons. And she wasn't willing to meet me halfway and that was incredibly hard for me. I was like, I'm in all this work to keep her happy and to play this game. But then I had to remind myself, like, I'm a person too. I just, yes, I was happy. Like, oh, yes, I, I was, sure was just about to say, like,
0: how long, like, there's, like, how long do you have to ride that fine line between, like, I'm still being myself, and now I'm, like, turned into a people pleaser?
1: Yeah, and, like, for most people in the Army, it's, like, that moment where people are hungry or tired, and they get through that, and, like, for me, it's, like, when I was hungry and tired, and I can manage my emotions, that was a good mental exercise for me, Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, That was a really great mental exercise for me to be like, I can make people happy, but I won't do it at my own expense. Yes. yes. But that was something like when your sugar is really low and you're fucking starving, it's incredibly difficult not to have an outburst. Oh yeah. Not like I haven't had it before, but. like
0: when you're hangry, you're hangry. Oh
1: yeah. And especially like, oh my gosh, it was exactly like a year ago. Um, we had the operation guardian of the walls. That was incredibly difficult for us. We were in 12 hour shifts. We were a night shift. I did my first, what's called a Laila Levan, which is, it translates to white night, but it means like an all nighter in the army, which the combat kids have all the time, (laughs) but it was my first night. It was when rockets came in to Jerusalem And we were there all night, working all night, all the way, you know, through the day. And then we started shifts and I worked a 25 hour shift and it was just incredibly difficult. You're not sleeping because there's rockets, you know, during the day, there's rockets when you're working at night. So you're like flipping running while trying to tweet at the same time, like running. We stopped going to the shelter because there was a reception. So we started going to the stairwell, which is still, I don't know if I can say it's safe, but it's.
0: It's supposed to be like another.
1: Option, but it's not.
0: safe. Another option.
1: Uh, As a bunker. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it just, it was a wild experience. That was the hardest part and like. I remember I was like yelling at my commander. I mean, we all did it. And we all did it many times. But like one of my, but like
0: that's like, but like that's like, I was hungry. That's not okay. Tired. That's not
1: okay. I know. I was literally. Like, hungry you're and... like, I'm
0: risking my life standing this freaking like stairwell to get fucking Wi-Fi to post. No, this I mean, tweet. look, it was
1: all of, look like we all chose to do it. I was just like, really no, no. It, but it's also just like, <laughs> why is this the well, option? Some, some of the higher higher ups wouldn't even run. They wouldn't even go. And like, if we try to pull that shit, like my commander would have taken me over her shoulder and dragged me, like whether elected or not for me to be safe. But right. like, there were just like little things that I remember my friend just was just like, I'm going to take Lila downstairs. We're going to have a cool off. And I was still angry and I still felt like I was right. But I went up and I was like, sorry for the miscommunication, but I'm still upset. I shouldn't have like had an outburst that way. But just like learning how to manage that, in I mean that was an extreme extreme. But the like high stress moment. Yeah, like the slightly less extreme but still somewhat extreme moments is an amazing mental exercise. Like I love it. Like you know what I mean? It's like your stress. Like how do you not like burst? Like Like, if you're shut down work. Yeah, like yeah. How do you not like? yell at your best friend or yell at your boyfriend or girlfriend like how do you manage it and compartmentalize so like, I learned a lot about managing my own emotions which wow. like I've walked out so much happier for it
0: what are like some of the things besides like what you just mentioned in like that like high stress situation um where you like have seen situations in your life now like post army service where you're like, wow, like maybe six months ago, a year ago, that would have like, I would have reacted differently, but because I've like learned this like emotion, you know what I mean? Like this mental thing about myself, I'm able to like see it and tackle it in a different way now.
1: I'm so much better at communicating for sure. Cause like you take your shit you gotta tell your commander. Like you have to tell your commander everything and so I've just been so much better at communicating and so like even in my personal relationships my relationship with my parents like that's amazing because I'm so communicative and just chatting with them about my life and what's going on um which is like awesome for them they love it (laughs) um same with like my friends um I think also like just being in the army like something that was really big in the army that I never understood was like ranks and like stupid little army things like ranks on your clothes and the way you wear things in a certain way and the way your uniform looks like that never, I never got it. And so to me it was so ridiculous which kind of translated into like the civilian life where I'm just like, if you're a good person and you work and you do good work, I don't care what your background is. Like, the girl who, like, trained me on Twitter, she joined the army when she was 18. She, you know, was younger than me. Yeah,
0: like, it's about your
1: Yeah, but she was the kindest human ever, but she was brilliant, brilliant, and taught me so, so much, and really invested in me, almost, and saw my potential. And like, I literally, anything she said, I did. Like I sat there, I just admired her so much. And she was younger than me. And she's actually at Columbia now. She's a genius. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of in America and in American society. It's, but what school, like I just did it right now. I was like, she goes to Columbia to prove to everybody in America that she's actually smart. It's not just me saying she's smart. You know what I mean? There's, like, this hierarchy and, you know, societal standard of what success is, and I used to have that, too, and that means so much less to me now. Like, yeah. it's nothing. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's, like, also, it's for me, it's, like, bringing up when I – I remember visiting, like, I don't know, my cousin in – like new york but also like i'm thinking now like there's a similar situation when you talk to people in israel and it's like yes like this is their job position like this is their career but it does not like it's not all of them you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's like what do you do outside your job like what kind of person are you like what do you like to do for fun like how do you like de-stress how do you like celebrate life like those type of things not just like oh yeah i'm this Mm -hmm. and that is like what defines me and that's it
1: yeah. Like my friend, she wasn't respected in the unit, in the unit. Mm-hmm. He, in my opinion, was smarter than me. She went to a better university than I did. And she basically was like, fuck you guys. I'm not putting up with this shit and really checked out, which I totally respected. And she did stand up, and she still oh. does it. Okay. And like, she was hilarious and smart. And everybody in the unit called her stupid and like, Yeah, they were horrible. And I'm, like, sitting there dying and, like, the stand-up is brilliant. Like, working on her stand-up with her, like. Yeah, like, she's so
0: smart, so witty, so quick. Like, yes. Or,
1: like, do you know how many times, like, she said something? Like, I would be working and she would say something and I'd be like, oh, write that in. Like, send that in. She'd be like, no. And I would send it in, it'd be accepted. She would send something in, nobody would pay attention to it. Wow. And so that's why I'm like, it doesn't matter where the idea comes from. A good idea is a good idea. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or so like, I'm a really big believer in, I goofed. I'm not a goof. The, yeah. This person goofs around. Like taking around. accountability. Yeah. This person goofs around and they're funny and they're silly and this is stupid shit. But that doesn't mean they're stupid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Does that make sense? Except for oh, yeah. like that kind of thing from a person I really saw that
0: wow oh my gosh oh my gosh so I'm curious of if you were to do it all over again like what would you yeah what would you like tell yourself or would you want to have been
1: in like a different
0: unit or like or any maybe recommendations just for someone who
1: has like no idea I would do the exact same thing I think also like start therapy at the beginning of the process, not after the process. <laughs> like I just restarted therapy. I really just like paused my mental health for two years, which did wonders for my career. <laughs> but I can just tell the difference in how happy I am. And I wish I put that priority at the beginning of this of my service. But I also don't know if my, I would have been as successful If that makes sense, like, I don't know if I sacrificed my mental health for my success. Whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. But I wish I told myself to prioritize mental health from the beginning and not just make excuses. If that makes
0: sense. 100%. 100%. And also just, like, I don't know, that... There's going to be a lot of personalities to work with and a lot of things like it's it's just super interesting how you like I know you as a person. And I know like I feel like I know enough about your values and like who you are as a person and like how you work, the type of like energy you put out to people and want to like give and share to people. Yeah. And so it's super interesting to hear about someone like this being in a position where you're like you have to like unlearn good things a little bit yeah like but not lose yourself at the same time
1: yeah no like that was really difficult like the new pace it was a very diverse in age and a lot of people still had this high school mentality that I just grew out of a long long time ago and that was I think like I should have put myself back in teenage Lila shoes and been like, how would you have felt if someone said this to you when you were 19, you know, cause now I'm 25. And if I said something to you at 25 and 19, you'd take it in a very different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I know like I'm very used to getting along with very different kind of people. Yeah. Like, I remember on the program we met extremely different kinds of people and we all got along extremely well. Yes. Um so yeah, so I kind of was expecting this to be very similar, but I think it was a big thing on age. Like a lot of people were right out of high school uh or just were a year out of high school and still had that high school mentality. So that mm-hmm. was I think what was the most difficult about it was the maturity levels
0: as we finish up i'm curious about what your just like i don't want i hate when people say what's your like five-year plan so fuck that we're not asking that but like what are you what are you doing now
1: (laughs) right now i'm looking for a job but i'm taking it really slow because gaps in your resume are super normal in israel luckily and most people take like a year a year and a half off after the army um, but right now I'm networking. I have a few options, um, quite frankly, that I don't think is a fit for my, you know, career plans and the kind of work that I want to do in the future. So I have mm-hmm. to politely tell them, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just networking and meeting awesome people. And my former commander has been helping and mentoring me and so have other people. And I've really discovered that. I want something that's a startup. I want to learn more about business and I want to be more in a role where I do a lot of different things, not just one in a kind of startup situation. Um, So yeah, so that's the kind of work that I'm looking for because I want more on the ground experience um, so that I can, you know, grow in a company and just, I want to learn right now. I'm all into the learning. I'm like addicted. Yes.
0: No, I feel that way too. I literally feel that way too. Like I'm like can't get enough of like information and learning and learning. I'm just like new for my own ideas, sake. New like solutions. Yes. Yes. Um and also like boundaries with social media and our phones. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> a huge thing that. we're learning.
1: Ding ding. ding.
0: Yes, but do it. I want to <laughs> literally I'm like do not disturb yes um but before it cuts us out i want to say thank you so much for coming on my podcast yeah. and i literally so much fun it's always so fun talking to you um and i will hopefully see you in israel this summer stop don't tease me i mean i will be there i'm staffing a birthright trip yeah sure Have the best time oh yes yes i will text you about it I'm after kidding. when we we're done recording <laughs> um but yay thank, thank you so that. much thank you. yes it's gonna kick us out but i'll text you when it does okay awesome but i love you so much and i'm so excited i hope to see you literally when i'm in israel i'm very serious 100 well, percent. perfect okay. okay good yeah <laughs> okay bye okay.